Hi guys, welcome Hello. to the uh, Crispy Gamos Podcast, otherwise known as the Comfy Gamos Podcast. I just woke up because I forgot we were going to be doing an episode at 10 o'clock, and it's now 11 o'clock. The one time I, I actually get up before fucking 10 a.m., he's I, not up. I, it's I, fucking I, madness. I know, I'm sure he's downed roughly six gallons of Diet Dr. Pepper at this point in order to try to exist. I mean, look at him, he has a 12-pack in the back of it. He's drinking one right fucking now. <laughs> God damn it, this son of a bitch. There is no <laughs> escape. <laughs> this barbecue water. God. <sighs> but, okay, how you doing, Troy? So, um, I'm chilling. Let's bring break right now. Uh, I guess let's, oh, let's update min- the... Did you mention this is a eternal spring break we're currently in? Because all spring break never technically ended. We all going to be yeah, in I'm, an eternal spring break. I'm still on the spring break that started a year ago. <laughs> this is the one year anniversary of spring break. Just to, to make that clear. But to update the audience, the uh, the whole idea that like we'll do episode one when we move in together. That's no longer happening. <laughs> well, hypothetically, it still can happen. Just not for a hot minute. <laughs> so, this is now episode one. We've just decided we're going to pull production out of our ass and attempt to make something that fucking works. Yeah, because initially the episodes were meant to be like, oh, let's like test run it, let's test the uh, the format and all that and figure it out. And uh, how do you want to best explain the, uh, the apartment saga, Troy? I don't. <laughs> I don't think we need to. I don't think it's really that important. You don't want to go over Euless apartments? Well, okay, well, we'll give them just Euless in apartments, and that'll be it. Okay, so, me and Troy were running around, going to all these different apartments, hearing these guys' pitches. Some of them were pretty nice, some of them weren't. But there was one place we found, while we were driving to another set of apartments, so, that was... Okay. We walked out of one apartment complex. And you just got to see, you know, we came out, we took one turn, and to the, our right, we see this sign that says, uh, 160 a week rent. And we go, and a phone number. wait, what? Because, of course, every other apartment in existence does their rent monthly, because that's how bills cycle, that's what, that's how that works. And, you know, we look a little people... closer, and it's, it's not named, like, a, whatever complex or whatever, it's named Ulysses Inn Apartments. This is a motel that has this sign taped to the side of it. And me and Troy look at each other and say, now, hypothetically, if we were to at least get a quote from this man for this, what is essentially a breeding gab ground for bed bugs and STDs. <laughs> What would it be, and hypothetically, how much content could we milk from it? <laughs> so, of course, we drive up. It really is just a motel. There are, like, two buildings in total, and they barely have parking. Yes. So and we as we look out. around at the various cars, we have, like, one oddly nice Camaro, and then everything else looks like it rolled out of Stranger Things. No, no, it's it's not Stranger Things. It's it's the background cars in like a high in like a high school movie. The ones that they don't want you to see that have two tires missing and the hood open. <laughs> the you know uh, I mean? the junk cars that are there just to fill the set. And so, we then walk in, and of course, 
you know what you expect a leasing office to be? It's like a lady or whatever sitting there behind a desk who has, you know, their floor plans and everything else. We it's find probably an like Indian man that looks like he's in a convenience store because he has, like, the full, like, shatterproof glass with the one thing you can pass papers through. He is not trusting anyone today. It looks today. like you're at, like, either the bank or fucking, like, a 7-Eleven. The rent has a little slip where you'd slip it in like it was a bank or a library. Like, it's... <gasps> oh, gotta get this in before it's a do. Don't want to get my library card revoked. Oh, no. <laughs> But before before we continue going on, because that's that's most of it. Like we just well, no, no, no. They only had we, one we, we we did we walked in and immediately we were like, hey, so what are your floor plans? What are your prices? Give us a general idea. And he pointed down like we were at Waffle House, and like taped and laminated to the counter to this like shitty sad granite counter, which was a. Wolf about the entire building combined, we saw this piece of paper that showed one bedroom floor plan and another one bedroom floor plan. And we're like, oh, so automatically this is out of our range for any legitimate use. Oh, yeah. But... One last bit. <laughs> yes. I remember him stating that we asked about uh, lease period. He said, there's nothing available yet, but lots of people come in and sign a lease for whenever someone leaves because lots of people will just abandon their lease without warning. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Like, wow, you set up a whole, like, plan to only have people lease week to week, and you're surprised that people just disappear into thin air? <laughs> like, that's the whole reason why you do things for, like, a month, three months, set up a contract for a year, so you know people aren't just gonna get up and leave. <laughs> but, that being said, the goal of this episode was that since we're not doing that, we might as well do episode one. Episode one, the, the joke was supposed to be, done a bunch of episodes that aren't about gaming, <laughs> when we have game in the name of the fucking podcast. And so now that the moving in, making content, being, being a content house plan has gone, well, eventually, but not anytime soon, motherfucker. <laughs> Well, like, okay, allow us to just generate the video game. So, Troy, would you like to bring this first topic to the table? So, if I can think the first of them, let's start. Yeah, I know with, there was uh, something specific you wanted to talk about. So, I made a little like set of bullet points, like what we could do. But let's let's spit out the first one that I can think of. What's the first game you can remember playing? Well. Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga on the Wii. Classic. On the Nintendo Classic. Wii. <laughs> and, and of course when I got the Xbox, I got all of my Lego games for my Xbox 360. And also I got one game that I became obsessed with called Section 8. Have you ever heard of Section 8, Troy? No, no I haven't. So Section 8 was a game and it released... I want to say roughly in the same time that, like, the remake of Combat Evolved did. Because I got both of those games simultaneously. You want to know which one I was obsessed with? The one that wasn't Combat Evolved? The one that wasn't Combat Evolved. I have never completed Combat Evolved. <laughs> and you get this game, and you're going through it, and the story is like, hey, you're like a Moian dude, you're shooting the things... <laughs> You're shooting other slightly different colored armored marine dudes. Because I want you to imagine Titanfall and Anthem 
squished. And also a little bit of destiny sprinkled in. What I'm just hearing is that was section eight. shot twice with the blandness gun. <laughs> well, the, it had its own art style. It looked nice. It, like, the final boss at the end confused the shit out of eight-year-old me, but that's because it actually forced you to use grenades, and I had never used grenades up to that point. I just clicked and shoot things. <laughs> so, the first game I can remember playing was that when I was the absolute baby, something like five or six or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. I got a DS. The okay. one game I can remember getting on that DS was Metroid. I have no idea which Metroid it was. All I can remember is that the first thing that happened was I tried to put it in and I fucking dropped the DS and it fucking flattened out. And they were real worried about it for like, like an hour or so, but then it managed to work again. I have no memories of playing that game. I had to have gotten through like maybe a level. The game so... that I can remember playing when I was very young is the piece of shovelware known as Shark Tale for the GameCube. When you say Shark Tale, are you talking about Will Smith Fish? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> it had a full connected game. I remember a rhythm game section, and I have no clue if that's like supposed, if that's like most of the game, or that was a weird mini game, and I'm not sure which is worse. So, I found the game that you can't think of, and it's called Metroid Prime Hunters. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm looking at this game. It's uh, It's got 4.1 stars on GameStop.com, and it's $15. <laughs> GameStop.com. GameStop.com. <laughs> But yeah, going off of that, uh, what were some guilty pleasure games that you've enjoyed between just general instances of your life? Like like games you know are bad, like Section 8, <laughs> but for some reason, you still love the shit out of them. So, there is one specific game that I have a brutally large amount of Steam Hours in, and I'm not entirely sure why I do... Like, it's the... Okay, so I have, I think, like, 150 hours in a game called Riders of Icarus. Remember that one? I don't. Is Riders of Icarus, like, a kid Icarus clone? No, no, no. Okay, so... some Nexon, the Korean MMO maker, oh, released fucking a game Christ. that was pretty much just the idea of Imagine World of Warcraft. But instead of a variety of classes and whatever it else, we just gave you, like, three, and you can just tame everything. Look in front of you. The bosses, you can tame literally every single one of them. So... Enemies, you can tame most of them. Mounted flying combat? Fuck it. So, Pokemon WoW. Yes. Is there... This sounds like there's a reason why you became addicted to it. (laughs) It's a pretty interesting concept, but it's 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 still like Korean MMO. It's just there's just nothing. You just kind of go up, number go up. At least in WoW, they attempt to like mix things up and give quest variety. It's a Nexon game, man. It's <laughs> go place, do things, slap things, slap another thing, keep going. I'm surprised you uh you didn't play that Korean game for what is normally associated with those Korean MMOs. Especially being a uh, small Troy teenager. I was 
child, okay? <laughs> you didn't I was in a gaming the... clan. <laughs> you were in a gaming clan. <laughs> were you in a gaming Discord as well? <laughs> the gaming clan of the Discord, but nobody in that motherfucker played any goddamn games. God. <laughs> But, okay. What, what, else? what else is there? Um, what is the most recent game you played? So the most... The most recent game that I've played... Yeah. Would have to go to either Terraria or Destiny 2. It's been long enough, you're not sure? Yeah, so, so listeners, <laughs> if, uh... I'm not sure if I mentioned it on the last episode which was filmed what almost a fucking year ago now no no the last episode was filmed like six months or something ago. It's okay. half a year ago so at that time i was kicking around the idea i hadn't sure if i'd started yet of working two simultaneous jobs and you're probably thinking oh that that happens some people need that for the extra income and all that but the two jobs that i had was a host at what's called sad hop and a stockle at Wallywold. And between the two of these positions, I worked close to 70, 75 hours a week. So if you're wondering, hey, what, what happened to these, to these episodes? What, what happened? It's called, without realizing it, I obliterated any and all of my free time. So the issue here is that one of us has to edit the episode. And if yes. anyone's familiar with the uh, the sixty hour rule, introduce you to at college, where like you, if you if commute plus work plus school is over sixty hours, a high chance you'll burn out. But that means that for most people, you've got about sixty hours of exclusively work time you can keep up with in a given week and be fine. Yeah. To be more than others. But I was doing a full time school, which is forty hours. Or at least it should be, you know, according to the 60-hour rule. And then 20 hours of a job. So I was at a full 60 hours. But he you was working 40 fun. hours of a job. And then 30 hours of a job. And the 30 hours of a job was paying me close to minimum wage. So I was getting, like, $170 a week for the sad job. And then, like, a little under a grand for the job job. But uh, that that can work if you can, you know, you you, you carve out a, an hour or so, you know, for your free time. But you still have free time in most of those situations. The issue is one, someone had to edit the fucking podcast. <laughs> someone had to edit this goddamn podcast because of the reasons that we had talked about in the previous episode. And so I'm like, damn, I'll get to it eventually. And then two weeks went by and I'm like, fuck, I can't get to this. So I'm like, Troy, uh, do you want to, like, take this? And he's like, no, I'm going to edit it in reverse order die i was i was so excited to take that episode turn into a bunch of little bits and put it in the absolutely worst way to do it the issue is i found out my editing program doesn't actually split out like cuts and clips it still keeps whatever like video clips you imported together even if you added little cuts in them so i can't fucking move little breadcrumbs around god and so a couple weeks went by after that and i'm like troy i i reasonably can't edit this podcast and get it out even late 
I'll just fling it at you, and you just you get it done in like a week, and then upload it. And he's like, oh, okay. And then two months passed. <laughs> then he was like, you should edit this. I'm like, oh shit, you're right. And then I just did, and then I didn't upload it. And then like <laughs> two weeks ago, I'm like, hey Troy, did you ever like finish editing that episode? And he's like, oh. <laughs> I never and did then, say what my like most recent game I've played with I've played is. And if, uh, if by, you want to atone the topic, yeah, by, yeah. Uh, by by pure time, Clash of Clans. <laughs> now, why <laughs> you aren't a twelve-year-old boy? So the thing so is, I'm really listening one, for one why Clash of Clans is that. Uh, Unless it's like Candy Crush, where it's literally just a slot machine taking advantage of old people. <laughs> Most app games, are they end up being built like a somewhat pay-to-win MMO. This is just as true of Clash of Clans. Because okay. all of these games, they have a certain point where you've just won. There's only so much content they can put in the game. So even if you shove every single bit of money into the game, there is a ceiling. But... Free-to-play players could hypothetically reach that ceiling. So the common point of balance is that you take whatever level you are pushing up the ceiling, and you always fight the people that are across from you. So we have guy that's played for three straight years and hasn't spent anything, and guy that's paid for three months and has borrowed his mom's credit card. We have guy that's played since the release of the game and has spent $10, and guy that has dropped his entire rent for two straight months <laughs> now, or more you... reasonably we have two years and 20 bucks versus one year and 50 bucks so what they i'm hearing is you dropped other, your a roughly even playing field so what i'm hearing is you've dropped your entire month's rent on multiple occasions on this video game so that way you could have <laughs> no, no, the no, best no. clash or no, 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 the no. best wizard in hunter and the hero dragon the, uh, so you could most effectively throw sand in the eyes. Like, no, I must spend money. I have the most money I've spent on an app game is fucking Marvel Contest of Champions. Ooh, it was not a good idea. I even that one, I the total money I've spent is fifty bucks. And that one I played for two fucking years. <laughs> that one was when I created the rule that like grinding is okay in a game, but if I'm grinding I have to enjoy the process of grinding. If the activity I'm doing repetitively isn't enjoyable, I will stop doing it. Even if there's something I'll enjoy later, I will stop doing it. And that Is... rule killed Destiny 2. <laughs> I was about to say, Seth, why you don't play <laughs> Destiny 2 anymore? <laughs> yeah. But but the thing about Clash of Clans is uh, why well, I'm still playing it now is that there's a good social element. I have a couple friends that are like, yeah, I hope we can get again, whatever, you know. And so we have a we have a little clan. We do a little clan wars. I can get on. I can be like. Hi, feed me a couple more dragons so I can kill this man. Okay. And then I'm like, we put one here, we put one here, and then we put all the dragons in the middle, and they go in the base. <laughs> but yet, you won't go, ah, yes, let's go kill Sepix Prime on the brand new strike, or the Fallen Sable on the brand new strike in Destiny 2, in order yeah. to get the shiny new gun. Whoa. Pulse Rifle 387. It deals... Five more damage if I use the right perk that they added, and it still doesn't have outlaw, so it still has a reload <laughs> cycle that takes forever. I can't well, wait to die to another vandal. 
<laughs> for those that don't know Destiny 2, Outlaws of Pork in Destiny 2, that whenever you kill an enemy with a headshot, it more than triples your reload speed, making you inherently an outlaw for shooting things in the head. <laughs> yeah, and that's the one way to do it, I guess. But like, <laughs> the, the main idea is that uh, one problem Destiny had that I didn't really care about, but from a design standpoint is really bad, is that there was only one role you ever wanted on like 85% of guns. And it was the perk Outlaw that I just described, and the perk Rampage that just increases damage for every kill. So yeah, you get one kill, you get like 5% more damage. You get two kills, you got like 15% more damage. You get three kills, you get like, I don't know, 20% more damage. And then like there's other variations like Swashbuckler, which is Rampage. But if you kill something for punch, you immediately you get, get the five stacks. So, in this video game that's supposed to be all about, like, diversity of guns and, like, all of these dozens of pokes, the only thing you ever want is make gun reload good and make gun shoot more bullet. Yeah, it's, it's that easy. <laughs> Which, thinking about it, makes a lot of sense. But it doesn't exactly promote a good, what do you call it, game state? It's, it's, there's no, like, official term for that. They're gonna call it games. <laughs> the meta? the fuck the twab calls it. <laughs> the twab. Also, I mean, full life improvements here. I've removed my Windows key. You've, wait, what, why? <laughs> what good does it serve? What do you use the Windows key for? You press the Windows key to bring up the, the Windows, like, the, the thing. And what like, do you use the Windows thing for? Well, from, from the Windows thing, I can tell you right now, I can open Discord, I can open Skeep, I can open Calculator, Word, Paint, OBS. Yeah, so you use the search Steam. bar, the search bar that is in the bottom of my screen, that as soon as I type a key, it immediately goes to. Well, you see, what, what I've done to my computer is I have ripped that search bar out, because I found it incredibly inaccurate. And instead, I have downloaded something called Classic Shell. Now, what Classic Shell is, <laughs> Troy, is, you know the start menu that normally pops up with Windows 10, where it's, like, all of these, like, bricks that looks like they came out of Windows 8 because they did? Well, what that does is it takes it and chucks it into the forehead of Bill Gates, and it pries out Windows 7's start menu from the depths of hell and slams it onto Windows 10. So I basically have Windows 7 salt menu on Windows 10, so it's like all nicely lined up, and it's like I got the little search programs and files at the bottom that, you know, is accurate, and you don't type something, and it brings up fucking settings for the 600th time, Troy. All I search for is settings in there. It's not Google, it's the fucking bar at the bottom of my computer. And you know what Classic Shell has? Six different versions of the settings so to get you to specifically what you need. You got control panel, PC settings, devices. Default programs, help and support, and just run. You know what that is? Helpful. I, all I ever use is control panel. That's the whole point of control panel. And if you, know you need something outside of control panel, something has gone very wrong. Or you're trying to set up a Bluetooth device, or like a background, or like you're trying to do something This bitch doesn't even support Bluetooth. Are you telling me you haven't spent $8 on Amazon to buy a Bluetooth receiver for your PC so you can effectively use a tiny keyboard? Yeah, and you put a wire on the tiny keyboard. Fuck do I need a Bluetooth receiver for? <laughs> because at that point, you get to lay in your bed and be cozy, and then game. I want to be cozy. I just lay in my bed and lay there. 
Are you telling me you don't want to effectively game and cose? They're counterintuitive. I've <laughs> no, they're I not counterintuitive. If I really want to sleep while game, I just commit PewDiePie chair. No, no, no. Because PewDiePie chair, while it may be technically efficient, you don't have the same, like, cocoon of comfort around you. Yes, I see that you can do this, Troy. You don't Damn have it, the, the blanket cocoon. I use for this is still in my car from the winter storm. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, when Texas became was Antarctica for, like, two weeks for no goddamn reason, yes. I drove to work in that. I did, too. <laughs> And then my power went out for like three days, and then I never told you the story. So when the power went out, my house like flickered as well, and then it went out for a solid like day and a half. And past like the first day and a half, my uncle was like, hey, why are y'all like freezing your asses off? And then he drove by, picked us up, and then drove us out to McKenney. And he's like, hey, Glenn, you can go upstairs and like. I have, like, a gaming room and, like, a theater room because, just to mention it, my uncle is a Sad Hob district manager. <laughs> so this man has money flowing out of his ass. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let's walk up there. So in the theater room, he's got, like, a one of those big, long L couches, little coffee table, two full arcade cabinets hooked up with uh, Raspberry Pis, one in NES 1, one in SNES 1. <laughs> then I look at the other wall, you've got this TV that's the size of fucking Hawaii. And then, like, 36 different boxes that you go in, and then he's like, I have every service. I have Disney+, Hulu, HBO... Netflix, fucking voodoo, everything under the this sun is exists. The one here. man that has Fubo. Yes, it probably would be. It's like a little. There was a little mini fridge with one beer in it. <laughs> Just one. And then I leave there and I walk into what is his quote-unquote professional office. And this place is covered head to toe in Legos, in action. And all of this shit. And I'm like, huh. Even sad hop people at least can enjoy the Lego Bonsai Tree. <laughs> the Lego Ultimate Collector Series Batmobile. <laughs> yes, Troy? I, it's just, my, my mom is obsessed with Legos. Like, she does not play any games, but she has 100%ed like four of Lego games. <laughs> and she owns so. too many Legos. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to create a link to the video that I took of this room. And I'm going to go ahead and send it to you. Hmm. Let's see here. So we're going to cut real quick so that way I can do this. Uh, Welcome back to send the, me the coziest thing. I'm open the thing. podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and open the thing and we'll edit in the video in hmm. the afterwards. That is a lot so. of stuff. Yeah, this uh, this looks like a home. I, I just looking at the whole shelf of like decorations and stuff, and then the come and take it photo frame. Well, yeah, of course. What do you expect? Big TV, loud fan, mini frig chair. Why? Yeah, why does it? Also... It's popcorn. He's got three couches and then two. Why are they? Why are they Pac Man? Yeah, about what I expected. <laughs> Yeah. 
And then, like, there's, like, six fish tanks in his house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you've got space money and nothing to do with it. And, like, both on the wall in his fish tank room, not hooked up to anything, he has a bunch of biotaps. And then outside in his garage, he has legitimate biotaps. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was just... Looking around that man's house, I realized, wow, the definition of once you have enough money, you kind of just don't give a shit anymore. Because <laughs> yeah. then we were like, hey, so what are we going to eat? And he's like, wow, we're out of Easy Mac. We're out of ramen. And I'm like, this motherfucker <laughs> is able to afford, like, all of this bullshit, keep up with a shrimp tank, and yet he doesn't have a supply of Easy Mac. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I understand the idea. Of this, like, I, don't, I, just, I just got lucky during the whole storm. And I just... My family installed solar. So I just sat there going... I know that multiple people in this area are having issues. Like, I, I had a friend that I had over for the night for a couple nights. Because he was having the big issues. But Makes otherwise, sense. I just kind of existed. Just kind of went, wow, I can't go anywhere. I already couldn't <laughs> go anywhere because of the pandemic. But now I can't pandemic. go anywhere because cold. Because we're currently losing our game of Plague Inc. Hmm. You know, gotta, gotta hit you with that 2013 Zumo reference. No, no, it, <laughs> it, it blew up when the actual pandemic went off. Like, it's not... Wait, it did? It did yeah. blow up again? Did, did, there was a whole fucking category of speedrunning the fucking coronavirus through Plague Inc. That was a whole thing. Oh my god. <sighs> but, now, now there's an easy segue back to gaming and what's supposed to be the gaming episode... <laughs> Gamers gaming. Gamers rise up in the gaming so, episode of the most cozy gamers podcast. So, what is the most? What what is your like designated relaxing game? So I use Minecraft, but okay. I don't have any fucking time to play Minecraft. And also because of uh, all boys in green, the fucking dream boys. And the Minecraft YouTubers, anytime you say, oh, I want to play Minecraft, everyone's just like, we want to start an SMP, want to generate content by they doing do our own. They do want to start an SMP, though. They all want to start an SMP. Everyone wants to start an SMP, because if you do an SMP, and you have, like, an ounce of storytelling, that shit's going to explode, Twiddle. <laughs> Maybe. I don't It's not an issue. So yeah, I get the I get the Minecraft point. I remember the one server we were on where you just like found an elytra. You didn't find you got an elytra, you beat the Ender Dragon, you did all of that stuff. We just weren't even there. We just came back on us with our fucking iron tools, like, let's play some Minecraft, and then fucking he's up here above us all like, Welcome back, peasants. Enjoy the so... world I have created for you. And they're like, Wow, is that a fisherman's hut? I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just played for solid, like, 12 hours that night, and I just didn't sleep. And I just said, oh, yes, I've completed my, my little quartz house. I've completed my, my bunker underneath, which everyone broke into because they're assholes. I uh, completed my secondary bunker that was hidden underneath a castle that was, like, a different group's entire, like, fucking what was that clan whatever the fuck they were doing it was that just castle. a different group of friends that didn't want to have to be around the other group of friends that were on the server okay 
Yeah, no, and then I built a Fall Fancy Obunko underneath that place, and then when I Discord streamed once, fucking, uh, Crow, like, dem like, triangulated my position <laughs> and broke into my secondary <laughs> bunko like an asshole. <laughs> to be fair, you had all the good loot, like... I had all the good loot because I played. <laughs> yeah. Just and like, I... I s Ah, uh, yes, when you play the video game, you get the loot that people want. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. For, for, for me, the designated relaxing game is, of course, Bloons Tower Defense. Which it's we've referred to before blue. this as uh, exclusively just funny monkey game. Yeah, it's it's funny monkey game. I added a new hero, by the way. Um, she can clear an entire map by herself. Now, do you want to explain to these people the X... Excel spreadsheet that you use to efficiently play the video game for seven-year-olds? I don't use a spreadsheet for, for Funny Monkey Game. I just go, I think this tower worked. Do I cover this type of balloon? Do I do enough damage? <laughs> the spreadsheets were for GTA. That's a whole different thing, okay? Oh, that was God. profit. <laughs> and then their anti and then their like cheat detection is terrible, so I'm still being hunted by a single hacker in GTA. That's still happening? I opened it like a month ago, got on, got booted out of the game, went, wow, that man's just determined. And then uninstalled GTA. So <laughs> Is it a specific time you always get on to where he's on, or is it like an automated banning system he has set I up? I think at this it's point? just like a guy with no job where that's what he does. He just has a list of people that have said something even slightly annoying to him that he just repeatedly checks. To pick the... So what did you do to this guy? He's selling one dollar cash. Kill drops. This man? He'll drop you a million dollars in game for a dollar. And I just said, Wow, okay. that's kinda like selling bottled water. <laughs> And then from that point forward, he just repeatedly booted me from the video game. It wasn't even an insulting statement. It was just an observation. You called this man millions of dollars a bottled water. He's a bottled water salesman. He takes the thing you can get for free, he bottles it and tries to sell it again. I can respect the hustle, but like, but man on, took it way too serious. He's undercutting the official dollar shark cards. <laughs> it's not even shark cards. They're just people that give you hacked in money much cheaper. The we only like realistic solution is that a friend of mine has another friend that also <laughs> that also cheats, who can set the server to where no one can join it. And if he can't join, that he can't spawn in stuff to crash my game, which the is how he does public it. Soho. Yes. So the only way I could then play the game was to find another hacker to protect me from the first hacker. Did you get one dollar, million dollar cash drops from him too, Troy? No. <laughs> well, there's no point in that. Did he not give you the fancy call, the the fucking vigilante, the the? <laughs> I already own most of the fancy cars. I have a submarine that shoots missiles, and has a jet boost. So so a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it's still a car. It just hits the oh, water, and then you can turn it into a submarine. The James Bond submarine car, I forgot. No, no, that that's oh. the older submarine car. This is the, Wait, this what? Is the that's newer. a new it's, submarine yeah, car? It's, it's, it's like, a, it's like a Ferrari submarine car this time. 
got a little sloped look and everything. <sighs> the day that GTA 6 comes out. And people realize that they have spent their life savings on this video game. Where the company could not give less of a fuck about them. Because they passed the point where they just made exclusively profit like six years ago. Yeah, I mean, they, they... <laughs> Rockstar Games is the new Valve. They haven't had to make a new game in like a decade. I mean, they made Red Dead. Val so what am I kidding? Even but... Valve claimed they were working on Half Life 3. Not Alex, but three. <laughs> I think Alex is enough. It. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> well, here's the thing: we, Alex is still a prequel. We still got that whole like. So, so, so I've never played Half Life. I'm just talking not exclusively what I, I angry games journalists have talked. Like, okay, good, the thing good. is, like, I have a VR headset to, to play Alex. I just didn't want to spend forty bucks. And you didn't go to G2A.com and purchase no, no, Alex it, for it's six cents? It's still a full-size AAA game. It's still going to be 40 bucks on G2A. It Are hasn't sure? gone on sale. Have you checked? I can. Fucking... Let me, let me check this motherfucker. It's still going to be 40 because the most of the, the ways that you get access to prices that low is that it hits like a major Steam sale, and then the code is going to be By like... By the way, you're fucking wrong. It's $14 to purchase Half-Life Alex off G2A.com. Excuse me? <laughs> I swear it's gonna be a fucking Russian copy, and you're about to have debated me. <laughs> Random key. What? Is that? It? Yeah, this is. You can just get it for fifteen dollars. <laughs> Gray markets live in life. I guess I should buy Half Life Alex. Fuck it. Is Boneworks fifteen dollars? Come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you can look it up. I probably can, but I, I shouldn't. Reporting a fucking podcast. This this is all uh, this is all irony. This is all sarcasm. This is uh, fuck what 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 are you? I can't remember the tome. Fuck. I mean, it's it's a gray market. It's that yeah. you know, it's it's still legal to make these transactions. There's just the chance these transactions could have been made. Bonewalks is $34 on G2A.com. The big rough. Yes. So you cannot purchase the video game that is actually revolutionizing uh, VR gameplay, but you can purchase the one that Valve said revolutionized VR gameplay. I mean, it gameplay. does do the same stuff. It's just the Boneworks did it first, you know? Yeah, in... in... Yeah. <sighs> I guess. Yeah. Ah. Ah, indeed. But, alright. Uh... Continuing so let's, on, let, let, let me find what the is list another... of stuff to, that one speak do is because by thing. the way, listeners, at this point, I would have flung us headfirst into what is called the weekly golf date, but this man banned me from using the weekly golf date on this episode because he we said no. We put game in the name of allowed. the podcast, <laughs> and we speak very little about game. We have talked more about the stupid man that went to Canada and <laughs> made the Garfield restaurant than we have about any video game we've ever played. <laughs> And isn't right. that how life should be, Joy? So let's talking about. <laughs> let's see. When was what was the last time you pulled an all-nighter, gaming or otherwise? Now, when you say all-nighter, let's define that real quick. Are you saying that as in taking the entire night, or just staying up multiple hours late? I'd say more than two hours past the usual time period. 
Because hmm. like if if you if you're supposed to go to bed at midnight and you usually stay up till one thirty, this definition of an all nighter is three thirty or later. Okay. So. The last time I had done this was quite a while ago, to be honest with you. If you remember it, in Destiny 2, there are things called raids. And these raids yes. are a group of six people go into a difficult piece of content that includes puzzles, combat, things of that nature, to get some of the best loot uh, weapons and armor in the video game. And there was one raid that was called Spire of Stars. Do you remember this, Troy? <laughs> Did you make an old later trying to beat Spire of Stars? You were there. So we were up until roughly 4 in the morning attempting to beat Spire of Stars. Because for some reason the boss kept bugging out. <laughs> and whenever we attempted to... Because the way this boss walked was... It was like a half circle and the guy was in the middle. He was on like a little elevated platform. There's a couple steps up to it, like like a keep in like mind. I have completed Spire of Stars repeatedly. This description yes, is only for I know. the audience. I know. I, I'm doing it for the audience. Just making that clear. And so there's six people, two people on the left and right, two people in the middle. So what you got to do is they got to fight people off, and then you got to stand on these plates on the ground. And when they stand on the plates on the ground, it spawns a ball. And when the ball ball spawns, one guy's got to run over, grab the ball. And the other guy's got to cycle some more enemies. And then they get the ball. And then the other guys jump on the plates. Again, at the specific time that they're supposed to. Otherwise, you all die and have to restart the entire thing. <laughs> then they jump on the plates. And then this, like, plinth of, like, orangish yellow energy shoots out of the plate next to the boss up into the sky. And then the guy with the ball is supposed to hop in the thing. Go zoop. And then throw the ball at a spaceship. And it goes poof. Then you get to shoot the boss a little bit, and you move on. And you do that, like, three times, and then he's fucking dead. Well, when the guy would go, whoop, they just fucking die halfway up. Oh, yeah, that one. That one still happens. I never fixed that. <laughs> they removed it from the video game. That's how they fixed it. <laughs> they just removed the entire raid from the video yeah, game. I said that's still the stupidest thing. But when I, uh, when I actually first did Spire of Stars, I was, I was, like, actually playing actively around when it released. And so, like, a week after release, we tried it. But I had to go for, like, maybe it was, like, a summer camp or something the next day. So I couldn't stay up, and so we just didn't have the DPS for it. We just abandoned it. Makes sense. Um, what was the last, like, all-nighter I actually pulled? I mean, speaking what of Destiny of raids, I am planning on reassembling y'all assholes to do Vault of Glass when it re-releases in Destiny 2. I'm going to tail you away from Clash of Clans and Balloons in order to make you experience this great piece of content. You see, Clash of Clans and Balloons aren't, like, priority games. They're just no <laughs> one's playing anything else games, okay? I mean, at this point, Destiny has fallen off a list of games I feel like playing. Because I just don't. It's but are you telling me that that, that that shiny new raid is not going to entice you even a little bit? I might play it once, <laughs> but I'm really not yeah, in the mood to do once. five hours of strikes and story missions to blow my brains out so I can play two <laughs> hours of fun raid. Are you telling me you aren't interested in Eris and Driftle arguing with each other again? And it doing nothing for the plot? I mean, it's doing something for the plot. It's letting fanfic artists have something to base their fanfictions off of. I'm edgy. I am also edgy. Edgy, edgy, edgy. Edgy, edgy. Edgy. Edgy the hedgy, edgy. 
And, and then you have Zavala walking in and going, indeed. <laughs> I don't stay up, like, super late very often, so I think the last time... Actually, if given the definition I set forward, the last all-nighter I did from from this definition would be that I stayed up playing fucking Warzone Zombies. Not Warzone. Uh, fucking Cold War Zombies. Now you see... I have not played a Call of Duty game since a game called Advanced Warfare. So and the reason why I only they... own three Call of Duty games. Okay. Call of Duty World at War, because a couple of friends oh. were like, "Come play Zombie," and I was like, "Okay." And then I then then I played two games of Zombies, and then I stopped. Okay. I own Black Ops Three because somebody bought it for me and then said, "Come play Zombie." And I was like, eh, whatever. And then I finished an Easter egg or two and went, eh, this is interesting, I guess. And then I just oh, bought okay. Cold War and said, fuck it, I'll try this out. So there was the, like, overworld zombies thing. So on, on the front, you're like, oh, it's like a horde mode, right? Right? But in general, some of the maps that have zombies do, do brutally annoying, very complicated stuff. For example, on one of the maps, there's like a series of, uh, for those I guess that would know that I'm, just, I'm about to describe Black Ops 3's Isendrock map, which is a little castle. So on the castle, you can get a weapon called, you can get a bow. The bow goes kaboom, it's like an explodey bow, you know? Okay. But to get there, you have to walk around the map until you find little dragon heads. You shoot a zombie in front of them, the dragon head wakes up. And then if you shoot enough zombies, the dragon head eats the zombies until it crumbles. And then it shows up somewhere else. This is a little, little lit up somewhere else. Once you get three of the, of the dragon heads done, you can grab a bow. But once you have that bow, there are then four separate quests you can do to make that bow a little bit stronger and do other stuff. What I'm One hearing that I is a Destiny 2 quest. <laughs> but continue. But instead of doing it over two weeks and having to grind a certain amount of kills, you have to do it in that game of zombies. So, hypothetically, what you all are asking for out of Destiny 2, because you like zombies, from what I can tell, is you want them to create quests that are built into a strike that you have to complete in that strike, otherwise you fucking die. No, because there's, there's a different, there's an environment there. In zombies, there's actually a metagame of, like, selecting your weapons and working through them and leveling up, like, how you fight things, you know? Are you telling me that the different flavor of Outlaw Rampage that week that's available is not an effective method Man, of making the game all make not choices? I'm ready for this strike or whatever it is because I didn't get the right one. It looks like this season the meta indicator says I should have gotten this pulse rifle instead. Damn. It. I should have gotten the flawless competitive pulse rifle that is only available like once a week. If you can play the competitive mode, no, no, it's which not, by the way, it's not only do, do available you know once what, a week; it's only available pain. Do Do you know what happened with trials a couple weeks ago? Did they just delete it? No. So, okay, D quick explanation for those who don't understand what we're talking about: Trials of Osiris is a competitive PvP game mode in Destiny Two, where three, or two groups of three players fight to the death, and it was essentially a team deathmatch kind of thing. But the restriction is whenever you die, you have to be revived by one of your teammates, and you only have a total of three revives in the total pool. So once you go through all of these lives, or you all die simultaneously, the round is over, it's best out of five, and then after that you get a win. 
and the way trials is built is you have a skull card. No, the skull card. Can I can I interject here for just a second? Go ahead. So Trials of Osiris is also a competitive PvP game mode in an MMO FPS. So yes. to parse all those letters out for you, we have the MMO portion, which is massively multiplayer online, meaning that there's a world that a lot of people can exist in at the same time. For most things, the maximum is like 50 or 100-ish, but there are a lot of people that could enter that world. There's FPS, first-person shooter, you know, the game where people pick up a gun and click somebody else in the head. So this yes. is a game where in order to play the interesting game modes, you have to play a ton of it to be able to unlock the ability to do that. And this game is not the game mode that just goes pvp ranked pvp this is the game mode that if you have a certain number of light leveled up it tells you is open to only the worthy and the object of the game is not to win a game or two or to beat someone else it is to win consecutively nine times it's seven so the way the school cards are set up is that you can get seven wins in three losses. Now, if you win consecutively seven times without a loss, you get to go to something called the Lighthouse. And the Lighthouse is this fancy little area where a Russian man in a silver suit of armor gives you a really fancy high-leveled weapon or armor piece that week. And then the rest of your armor pieces from this uh, event glows in order to show, hey, you did the thing, good job. But going through the passage, you also have, like, at three wins. You get like a weapon or an armor piece at five, at etc., etc. And if you ever get a loss, you are locked out of going to the lighthouse on that passage, but you can continue going and possibly get the other rewards. And what people have done a couple weeks ago was there's a certain emblem in the game called the Hake Something Emblem. And it was this shitty brown, gray, and orange emblem that you got when you were, like, level 3. So nobody used it. It looks like a doo-doo. And it's awful. But what you do is when you matched into a game with another group, and you were both wearing the Hake emblem, you then messaged each other on Steam, and then you flipped a coin on Steam. And if someone got heads, then that meant they... Because Trials introduced a way to where, like, if someone got disconnected, they could rejoin. Well, if they got heads, they would, two of the players would leave the game, rejoin with their characters they were winning on, same thing for the last person, and then the other team would leave and join back with the characters they were going to lose on, and then immediately leave the game in its entirety. So the other team, who got tails, took a loss on their card, but the other team that got heads got a win on their card. So essentially, this is a very complicated way of saying, they figured out they how to win They were fixing the game. They, fixing, they fixed the game, and so, so Trials for many years has had an issue with cheaters, with people hacking in general. And that's taken you know, again, multiple years for them to attempt to it is solve It is not just the ranked mode. It is the ranked, ranked, ranked mode in the game where all you do is grind more shit that gives you the bestest shit, but only if you win seven times in a row with no issues. Yes. yes. So, in this game mode that is essentially be perfection or you're dead, uh, they... There's all these hackers, there's all these people cheating and getting these rewards. 
and this has been going on for a while, and they've been trying to do their best to get rid of them. And it's it's been a while, and they don't want to completely lock out the entire game mode for people who want to enjoy the game, and people who aren't hacking, you know? You, you want to keep it around for those who enjoy it. But the moment people win trade, fuck you, we are banning trials so far for three weeks in a row! Because they cannot figure out how to fix win trading. <laughs> so, any thoughts on this, Troy? Honestly, I think you just accept win trading at that point. Like, it's not even... <laughs> That's not even hacking. That's just quid pro quo. They're just like, hey, <laughs> hey, bro. What if we just, yeah, come on, give me the win here. Yeah, let's flip a coin for it. Fair enough. See you. Have a good day. Have a good day. That, that's the problem. That's the problem with all these games that are built so grindy. Like, that's why Korean MMOs just let you pay to grind for you in-game. If you make a thing where the actual act of getting the object is incredibly painfully annoying there will be a market for getting the object without grinding it i mean that's the reason why recovery websites exist for destiny 2 where you pay an individual and he will go out and he will grind and he will get a item for you that is normally resolved for higher level play yeah um and then there's like uh i know that's also a big it's not, I think it's a bigger market in WoW than even in, like, I think it'd probably equivalent in WoW and Destiny. I mean, you've always got the classic, I'll pay you 50 bucks for a RuneScape girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that's not grinding something in-game, that's grinding something in the soul. <laughs> that's grinding the soul. <laughs> but no, like, WoW has a lot of options. WoW is like, I'll get you this title, I'll measure this area out for you so you can Wait, finally pause, fly. Pause, pause. Sorry about that brief intermission. Yeah. Uh, had a boom or appeal, so what were you saying, Troy? Um, what was I... Oh, yeah. So I guess I should probably get some background before I just spit wow, wow, gold, wow. But, um... Yes. World of Warcraft, if you know what, what that little game is. Um, created I, by, I uh... Bliznarsm Entertainment. The, the China company, yes. Yes, uh, we, we like China. We hate democracy. Blizzard. <laughs> but, uh... I think the, uh... There's always been the, the joke of Chinese gold farmers throughout that entire thing. Because WoW is Oh, yeah, is it WoW gold worth more than, like, the actual Chinese currency at this point? Um, it's probably worth more than yen in most cases. Because the going rate for a token... And a token is, I think... 20 bucks or 15 bucks i think it's, it depends on who buys it i think i think it's i think it's worth 15 for whoever buys it with gold but it costs 20 to put it on the market mm. but if we go by if, if it's like a hundred k gold for 15 bucks more or less that was that was the rate it was at before but it fluctuates with the economy mm -hmm. wow gold is transferable to straight dollars let me look up how much a WoW token is. Alright, let me see. Um, WoW token prices. Price and history tracker. Right now... Oh, it went up. It is 135,000 <laughs> gold. So you get more WoW gold for your real world dollars. Oh, good God. In China, it's 350,000 gold. China's got too much fucking gold. The EU, it's 192. All I'm hearing is that the U.S. just doesn't grind as hard as every other nation in the world. Taiwan, no, it's because... 263. 
look, China does. It's built differently. China doesn't have access to consoles. All they've got are PCs and phones. It's and why Mobile Legends access. Bang Bang still sells. <laughs> oh, is it possibly uh, the amazing Dark Fantasy RPG that is known as Raid Shadow Legends? I don't even. I don't even think Raid Shadow Legends like is popular. Well, I don't think popular in the U.S. Just to start with, but I don't think it's like. If you want to hit anywhere that actually has gacha games, you have to make a good gacha game. And Raid Shadow Legends is not a good gacha game. You're talking about this as if you have had experience with this game, Troy. Have you, in fact, played the Raid Shadow Legends? JonTron did an ad spot for it, man. I trusted JonTron and he betrayed me. <laughs> okay, Troy. <laughs> I installed it for yeah, two days, pull. went, wow, this is just Summoner's War with a different art style and no improvements of any kind. Wall? What is Summoner's Wall? What, what, what is... So Summoner's War, it is just, yeah, you just summon things, and then to level them up, you just sacrifice smaller level things, and that's, they just, they fight and little turn-based stuff. There's not... There's mechanics in it. Like, it can get complicated, <laughs> but it doesn't need to be. The explanation has no need to be complicated. You just summon shit, and you fight other shit. We don't need layers here. So through this whole episode, I've been trying to corner down what games you actually like to play. And so far, I have discovered that they need to be grindy, but not grindy, but also not too grindy. No, 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 okay. But also... The key is, these days, I don't play many grindy games, because I have a personal issue with them. In my past, anything that is a grindy game, I've probably played. Oh, yes. Did you become addicted to a fucking WoW clone? I've already been over Riders of Icarus, yes. We've been over this. <laughs> Okay. It didn't have a subscription fee. That was the whole point. Oh, yeah. You didn't play Fusion Fall or Wizard 101. You played Icarus. No, no that was when I was, like, in my, in my like, tweens. When I was a kid, I did play Wizard 101. I still have, like, a level 50-something Myth Wizard that exists. <laughs> See, I didn't play He's my boy. I didn't, I didn't have friends, so, of course, I played Myth. You could See, summon my I own didn't... friends. That's the true fantasy for kids, not needing social interaction. You see, I didn't play Wizard 101 or Pirates 101 or anything like that. I Can I say that the Fusion combat Fall. system in Pirate 101 is actually, like, legitimately good? Like, it, it's... <laughs> you played Pirate 101? <laughs> Why did you play Pirate 101? Who actually played Pirate 101? Okay, so it's not... You know how Wizard 101 is like a card game? Pirate 101 yeah. is like a squad-based tactics game. It has Overwatch and everything. Is it it's MMO XCOM. XCOM? Yes. With like an okay written story because it's made by King's Isle. With little worlds and everything. And there's like, it's a... But as I was saying... <laughs> before I felt the universe shake at someone legitimately playing Pirate 101, I played a game called Fusion Fall. And what Fusion Fall was, was all of the Cartoon Network shows circa 2011 came into 
one video game and you were this one dude and they were like hey dude the world is kind of sucky now this green ooze i can't remember what property it was from this green ooze has replicated like okay. dexter in blue fucking blue i don't i don't think it was like any property i think it was like like a really shoehorned attempt to make us care about global warming I'm, I, I, I've, my brain says that's what it was. No, I don't think so. I know, but it was like competing with Toontown. It was, in fact, competing with Toontown, and I never played Toontown. Let me look up Fusion Fall real quick. Let's see here. It used the Unity engine, so you know it was good. <laughs> it was ahead of its time. Indeed. Under the control of Lord Fuge, Planet Fusion travels through the universe. He is destroying planets by devouring them, and Ulf becomes the next target. To do so, he drops Fusion Metal that takes a warped monster-like shape of objects nearby. The goal is to prevent the enemy's plan and defeat them. This Wikipedia page sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Wikipedia is maintained by, like, actual professionals. They don't give a fuck about video games. Yeah, no, so... Fusion Fall was my shit. <laughs> because it was free to play until it wasn't, and then I stopped playing it because I was seven. And you got to have these like little floating versions of like Blossom from Powerpuff Girls. A fucking blue. Yeah. Of, uh, of all these characters. I was really into Kids Next Door. Like, I signed up for, like, the actual Kids Next Door, like, website where they're, like, supposed to send you, like, uh, like, the seed to make your own treehouse and stuff like that. That was really stupid. You remember Baku going online? I I remember Baku going. Because, you see, I I was the kid. Who uh, my parents were divorced, <laughs> so one of my parents. So you had two me. Christmases, is what I'm hearing. I, no joke, I had three Christmases. I had my father's side Christmas, my mom's side Christmas, but my mom's side Christmas split into two separate Christmases of his dad's side, whole dad's side Christmas, and whole mom's side Christmas. So it was a branching path of Christmases. So, from... Wait a second. If your birthday's at Christmas and you're divorced, does it cancel out? No, no, at that point it multiplies. Oh, no. (laughs) So at that point, I would have gotten six Christmases. (laughs) So, in that hypothetical situation. So, from the mom's dad's side, I got... All of these Yu-Gi-Oh cards that were from the original release back in 2002, which, looking back, those cards were worth, like, hundreds of dollars. And I don't know where half of them went, because, you know, I was seven. (laughs) I feel so fucking dumb. And then the mom's side of the mom's side of Christmas got me, like, a shit ton of Bakugan. Like, I had, like, the plastic uh, mat... For the Bakugan that had, like, the little red barriers. I got the Bakugan that was seven Bakugan that I've transformed into a mech <laughs> the dragon Bakugan. The fucking Megazord. Yes, the Bakugan Megazord. It was made out of, like, triangles and stuff. 
Which, by the way, for listeners who don't know what Bakugan is, Bakugan is a toy in the mid 2000s. It was like little marbles. So during that like, them trading in. card game craze, so the whole idea yeah. is that instead of collecting cards that you fight people with, you collect marbles that explode into dragons that have power numbers on them. And if your number is bigger than the other one, and they're on the same metal card, and the fancy add number works correctly, then you win. And you but, win, but you might not you win that if they Bakugan. drop their Bakugan battle gear. And they... <laughs> you see, that was the expansion, was the Bakugan. Let me, let me explain. So, so, you, so the, you got these little marbles, and you roll it out, and you've got these cards set up. And on the marble, there's one, like half centimeter square that's like this big it's an actual magnet that has the strength of like a 50 year old man's erection and so you're attempting to get this small little spot to hit onto the actual magnet for the crab to go eh. and then when the crab goes eh, that means the bakugan is actually there then you flip over the card when another bakugan hits there and then you see okay for the for the pyrus for the fire bakugan they get 50 bonus power for the darkest Bakugan, the, the edgy Bakugan, they get 100 bonus power points. Then you add the power points together, and then if you're playing later editions of Bakugan, like this is a fucking card game, because it was, you got to possibly, if you had a Bakugan from that generation, because there were generational differences between these marbles, you could add a Bakugil onto it, which is you had these, like, literal cannons that you shoved onto two tiny pegs onto the Bakugan through an added bonus bonus power. And so you essentially became an escalating wall of these Bakugan. And then eventually, when the math was done, and you were very confused because you were, again, seven years old, attempting to do this, whoever had higher number, you kill the other Bakugan, and then you move on. Then you take the card, and it's three cards or three dead Bakugan. You win. The other person wins because you're fucking gone. Because you only have three Bakugan in a singular round, which nobody ever remembered. Because they brought their entire Tupperware container yeah. of Bakugan. And it's like, here, go this Bakugan, go this Bakugan. And like most often, people would just drop the Bakugan onto the mat and go, eh. And then and the at some would point, go, eh. it fell into obscurity, as you know. It was a 2000s toy property, but then they brought it back like three years ago, and the rules are entirely different. Well, you see, the, the enhanced Bakugan rules, the new Bakugan rules, are instead of having the cards be on the mat, you instead have these little tiles, and these tiles you lay out, and you roll out these Bakugan, which are a little bigger. And they, of course, flare out into like a scorpion, and it goes, like, just snaps open. And then it's the same thing, where you have, like, Power Bakugan, Agility Bakugan, and one other time, I think, like, Magic Bakugan, I don't know what the fuck it is. And then that card gives, like, an advantage to it, and then they count the number, and then again, Dragonoid casts Magic Missile. Yes, casts Fireball. And then, but the thing is, is that there's also sets of decks of cards on both sides of the Bakugan players. So they can play cards that are in their hand in order to enhance their Bakugan because the cards are no longer on the ground. So now they're like, haha, I play Fireball. And they're like, no, no, I play Counterspell. And they're like, no, no, I play Counterspell. 
And so it continues that back and forth, and then eventually it stops, and then you move on, and then you throw it in the garbage. And well, I mean, it looks like that's a lot of time here. I'm at 111. I'm at 111 too, but yeah. the thing is that we gotta cut some of this out. So we do, but we're going for like 50 minutes, right? Ish. I want to go over one other child's property being Beyblade. Alright, go on. Now, Beyblade. <laughs> Do you have any personal experience with Beyblade, Troy? Um, no, I just know that my nephew doesn't shut the fuck up about it. Now, the year after Bakugan, I got a lot of Beyblades <laughs> for my three Christmases. I like that it's just like a guessing and... board of like their darts, but the, all of the things are different toy products. Like, let's buy him $300 of this and $400 of this. He'll like one of these. <laughs> yeah, basically. And so I got like the little travel stadium for the Beyblades. I got all these different Beyblades. And Beyblades are essentially tops that you have a little plastic thing that you pull out a ripcord out of, and it spins the Beyblade really, really fast. Then it falls onto this thing, and it goes, because it's the top. And there's a second top, and they fight. You want to know how Beyblades fight? They go, tick, 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 because, you know, they're just fucking metal tops. And before they were metal tops, they were plastic tops. And then after the metal tops, they became tall metal tops, and metal tops with, like, extending fin blades. And then eventually, again, it fell into obscurity because the rules got really complicated for professional Beyblade tournaments, which, by the way, still exist. I, I, re I remember so, seeing videos of the professional Beyblade tournaments, and it's, like, a six-year-old and a grown man, and they're just, they're chilling. They look so wholesome. Well, yeah, because, because the best Beyblade ripcord was the one that was cloth, because you could get, like, multiple, like, flings out of it. You could, like, charge it. But, I digress. They brought this back again as Beyblade Bust. Now, Beyblade bl Oh my god, my speech impediment hates this. Beyblade Bust is, imagine a top, but there's a button on it, and if the to other top hits the button, it explodes. So the goal of this Beyblade, of Beyblade. designed by Dr. <laughs> Heinz Doofenshmirtz. Yes, literally. Doofenshmirtz. So Doofenshmirtz Beyblades. The way you win a round of Doof is you either hit the Doof button and it goes kaboom and it falls apart at the seams or it stops spinning or it gets knocked out of the arena or it falls into one of the little holes on the arena. Is it bad that I'm sitting here realizing we were dumb as shit as kids? I think every kid is dumb as shit as a kid. That's the whole point. You, you don't have bills to pay. You don't have to worry about anything. Bills you just, you to just pay. play you Minecraft. Objective. You can just fail all of your classes with no negatives. Being a child is so easy, fucking freeloaders. <laughs> Get a job, children. They just play Minecraft and then they play Beyblades and use Bakugan and, and also play Yu-Gi-Oh! numbers together. <laughs> they play D&D &D 5e now. They called you a fucking genius if you could add 5 and 2 without looking like an idiot. Yeah, why does, why does every parent think their kid's a genius? I don't understand that. Whoa, my kid can do multiplication. He must be Albert Einstein. Yeah, that's... I've never understood that. But 
I guess that is the end of this inaugural episode of because we didn't run out of funny gas for once. We can still exist. Uh, so it was something. Mm-hmm. So this is an end to this inaugural episode of the coziest crispy games podcast. And we're gonna have to figure th- to iron that out at some point. But I guess um what what final I'm, I'm, I'm doing a bit here, Troy. So we don't have to. Hmm? We're doing a bit here, Troy. But uh, yeah. Uh, this this has been your host, Glenn. Um, this has been Troy. I guess to to, to finish this out, um, I stream on Twitch once every four months. I'd like to check that out. Um, again, we're gonna try to put this one. Um, we hope to get this on an actual podcast thing once we edit this into function. So maybe you can yes. listen to this somewhere other than YouTube. You know, somewhere you actually go for podcasts for once. Because not everyone has YouTube Premium like me. No one has YouTube Premium. Adblock exists. <laughs> but I can watch Wayne. <laughs> but, um, so, this is supposed to be the outro of the podcast, do you think? Does that make sense? You should probably get some lo-fi to put here in hindsight. Like, we could probably find I, I have, like, a little, I have a little guitar we'll, if I normally put we'll on find the it out. But, okay, um, but have a good day, it's y'all. Been, um, it's been nice hanging out with y'all, and... Make sure you have fun. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye.